Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. This is going to be a neurotic episode, folks. Um, let's just jump right in with what started today. Is that I woke up and I think it's partially because of what I was thinking about uh, last night, which was last night I was trying to budget my financial means um, between paychecks and uh, it's, it's come a little close um, and I think I got a little edgy and frustrated because of it. I have frustrations with my day job, and it's starting to, um, you know, bring up anger. Now, like I've talked about a million times before, anger is a secondary emotion. It's it's really out of depression and frustration, um, and some of the frustrations of the day job aren't purely financial. I'll get to that in a second, but, you know, that I still don't feel like I'm being listened to. Um, I'm the manager, and there are people who will just do what they're going to do and have no concern for what I say or why I say it. And, you know, sometimes I shoot down something and it's not because it's a bad idea. I'll say say it's a great idea. Let's look at that in a week when we have the materials to do it or, um, you know, we're not low on this material. And then they just go ahead and do it when I'm not around because apparently what the fuck do I know about anything in terms of running a coffee shop, which I've only been in coffee shops for, God, almost half my life. You know, come on. Come on, people. It's frustrating, and I feel a lot better about it now um, because I, I kind of vented uh, earlier in the morning um, after I, you know, kind of yelled at somebody, and I was like, look, I'm really sorry, but this is what's going on. And, and part of it is financial. I mean, that's always, you know, they say that's kind of the root of all evil with couples. Couples tend to tend to fight the most when, you know, money's tight. And apparently that goes the same for singles. Um, I fight with myself that, you know, I'm not getting paid what I'm worth. Um, I know that for a fact. So does the owner. But the building, the, the, the business is, you know, just starting to really become profitable after, you know, opening a couple of years ago. And that's, just the reality of, of starting your own business, uh, you know, it's, it's not going to be profitable right away. It's, it's, you know, there are exceptions to the rule, but they are few and far between. But, you know, it, it makes me frustrated. It makes me frustrated because, you know, I could go to them for the, a raise, but then they would say, well, yeah, but now you need to cut back a, a couple of your hours. And I'm going, well, then what the fuck's the point? Because that just means I'm, I'm breaking even again. So it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And... You know, I know I talk about the resolutions about getting the grown-up job and getting the car, and I, I, I need to do it, but I get so focused on other things that, you know, really, they're distractions. It, it wouldn't be so hard to just call the DMV. And part of it is, I'll be perfectly honest, a fear of rejection. I'm afraid of, of that they're going to say, no, you can't. And they can't do that. That's that's not even applicable. That's not even what they're going to do. They're going to say, look, get these things. I'm going to go, I have a problem with getting this one thing, which I already know. And, you know, I'm going to have to sit in a room at, at, at a county records building and, you know, just wait for a day. Um, then I'm going to take it. That's I'm, I'm going to have to take a day off that I can't afford based on they don't pay me what I'm worth. I can't even afford to take a day off. So I'm, I'm just frustrated. I'm just frustrated and I'm feeling better about it now that I've gotten it out um, earlier this morning and on this podcast. That's part of the reason why I do this. Um, part of my initial group therapy was just, how's your fucking day? 
what are you mad at? Because you know what? You're not actually mad. It's, it's, you're angry, but that's not it. You're depressed or you're afraid or you're frustrated. Um, and, and these are all valid human things that we all deal with. Some of us deal with it better than others. I deal with it by having this podcast and talking to anonymous strangers um, as you download this in China. So shout out to China. Jumping to, and here's more neuroses, um, went out last week to play trivia, might have overdid it on the gin and tonics. Um, I don't think that that was a resurgence of alcoholism. I think ultimately what that was was that I was having fun and I lost track of how many I was drinking. And I, that's fine. It's, I didn't go berserk. I, I had, you know, three drinks. But, you know, what, what, when, when does it become, what is that age of, you know, the edge of, of, of having fun and then just uh, punishment like, that's, that's the line I've got to find so I know I don't ever fucking cross it. Really, this note made so much more sense when I made it. Um, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me now. I mean, I understand, like I said, the situation of that, you know, I was like, oh, why did I do that to myself the next day? Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't think I overdid it, but I, I do worry that, you know, it, it, it is a slippery slope, especially with me. Um, and, and, and people out there that have issues with, with previous uh, problems with substance abuse. So, you know, I'm just trying to be um, careful, you know, and moderate. Moderation, you know, I think will be my watchword. And it's not that I need to be babysat. I know, you know, sometimes Deb, you know, years ago would be like, I think maybe you've had enough you need to slow down or maybe you just need to switch to beer and move off a of hard liquor and you know, kind of take it down a notch. I don't need that. I don't need a babysitter. I shouldn't need a babysitter, and I don't. So, you know, moderation. And I need to, to, I don't need to learn that. I know that. I just need to utilize it, which, you know, knowledge is great. But if you don't use it, it doesn't become like experience and wisdom. Jumping next, let's talk about the fact that um, I've been watching a lot of Marin, and I'm gonna, Marin's gonna be at the very end of this. He says a few things about his, his mom and uh, having, like, um, body issues. Now, I've grappled with body issues. I have. Um, I've talked about it on this podcast before. But I think seeing that episode of Marin kind of made me think, well, where does that come from? Well, that comes from my mom's dad, my grandfather. Now, he didn't like, th- I shouldn't say he didn't like fat people. He didn't think they were attractive. He thought, um, you know, it was a matter of lack of self-control, lack of self-confidence. Um, you know, he didn't, I, don't, I don't think he understood the whole, like, eating your feelings and stuff like that. I don't think he took the psychological aspect into it. I don't think he took um, biology into it where some people are just built bigger. That's just how they are. But, I mean, I think he was talking about morbidly obese people, but he said fat. And, you know, he would tell me as a child, like, never get fat. Like, fat people are oof, oof. They're, they're gross. And once again, I think he's, he thought, like, no self-control, slovenly, um, not taking care of yourself, not caring about yourself, not caring about, you know, what people around you feel for you or how they see you. Um, so I've always kind of struggled with this thing about, like, Oh, I'm, you know, getting a little, you know, a little pudgy, especially when I quit drinking, I, I gained weight. And, and and when I stepped on scale, I just about choked. I'm going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And 
I carried the weight well in in hindsight. I mean, I've since lost, um, you know, a good, you know, 20 pounds. That's where that comes from. And it's fucking crazy because I'd never thought about it before last week about, I was like, I kind of remember him saying that. Like, I remember there was a show in the, uh, must have been early 90s with uh, Kim Fields on it. I couldn't tell you what the name of it was. I think it was like, you know, uh, Baps, Black African Princesses. It was, you know, the, the rise of hip hop culture and uh, you know, bonics and all that, but uh, all the women were, were large, just fine. It doesn't matter, but he didn't want to watch that because he didn't think it was funny. And it wasn't that the, the writing wasn't funny, it was that just looking at fat people, it made him sad and, you know, and angry and that, like, you know, it, it showed that, like, maybe that he, he thought, oh, fat people, they gorge themselves because they don't know what it's like to work and be and be hungry, whether it be physically or, you know, emotionally, like, you know, suffer through lean times and, and, and have that, like, character of, like, appreciating what you have. I think that's one of the reasons why he looked at fat people uh, condescendingly. But, uh, so, you know, I, I, I really, like, look, looked at that really closely. And, I, you know, I talked to my mom and I said, you know, you're not slight of build. And part of that's childbirth and a, a you know, um, sedentary lifestyle. But, you know, I said, how did you deal with that? And she goes, I, I did the best I could, but, you know, this is, it's it's genetics. She said her grandmother was round. Um, she's round, you know. I look at my, uh, some of my cousins, and look, they look just like my grandmother. Uh, my dad's side, I'm going, oh, okay, well, you're not, you're not like the real thin aunt you're, you're more of, of my dad's side of the family, and, and my, my grandmother on my dad's side was round. And I'm not saying don't go to the gym and accept you as you are. I'm not saying that at all. This is purely personal. I'm not looking for broad strokes in terms of um, obesity or, or self-image for uh, society or for anyone listening. This is purely for me is that, you know, I suffered with... with a very small, you know, I don't want to discount people who suffer from bulimia and anorexia and, and true body dysmorphia and, and damaging um, psychological issues. I, I you know, w- what what would be like the monster in their head is kind of like just like a fire ant to me where I'm going, ow, oh, eh, you know, but I can kind of swat it off. That, you know, I, I, I suffer from body image issues. I think about that constantly, especially when I'm single, you know. Are they gonna? Uh, would a girl love me? At, at the, you know, with the little little gut I have, and oh, what about these little love handles? And how do I get rid of those? And I'm not walking as much, and you know, maybe I should, uh, you know, shave, or you know, no one's gonna love me because I'm fucking bald. Which that's pure genetics. That's, I've got nothing to do with that, other than being made up of this DNA. That's I had no choice, really. It's an unfair. Uh, it's an unfair burden, in my opinion. But, um, but I suffer with all of these. Uh, self issues and body image issues and and weight issues and it's just fucking crazy and 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 getting it out there it, it sounds as I said it sounds insane you know but like and I was watching Fury last night the tank movie with Brad Pitt and it, there's a scene where he takes off his shirt now part of the reason he takes off his shirt is to show the horrific brands on his back and to show like you know the the personal price of war sometimes. But, like, he's fucking ripped, and he's got to be in his fucking 50s. He looks really fucking good. And I know that women swooned, or the girlfriends that were dragged to this war movie swooned. And, and then I go, you swooned at that. But, like, here I am, a real person who's 
nice and caring, and I've heard an attentive lover, but there's nothing because I'm not chiseled out of man meat. I don't have abs like the guy from Arrow. How am I supposed to, you know, I'm not going to get on this whole, like, unfair um, ideal of, of men and women. You know, the, the Jessica Albas and Scarlett Johansons and Brad Pitts and, um, you know, all that bullshit. I'm just saying, this is the kind of stuff I deal with. On at least once a week do I, do I think about it. And then um, I go home and I try to eat, like, a lean cuisine. And then I go oh, well, that didn't fill me up because my body runs at a higher rate than people who just eat lean cuisines and I don't want to starve myself. You know, I'll eat till I'm full. I won't gorge. I won't binge. But I'll eat till I'm full. So I'm like, I'll have chips and dip. And it's not low-fat, you know, dip. It's, It's Tostitos spinach dip which is made with like heavy cream you know i know i'm i'm kind of the solution to my own problem and i'm also the the problem to my own problem but i wanted to get that out there lastly i've been watching marin i've been re-watching marin uh during the uh, mid-season breaks on a lot of shows also i like marin and uh, broad city just came back and broad city's uh, a show that um a few of my co-workers who like i've said I'm, i'm 10 years older than um really like because, and Broad City's a show about a couple of women in their young 20s trying to survive uh, the New York comedy scene and, and they smoke pot. So, not I'm not their target market, okay? But Marin, whom I remember seeing on, on you know, Two Drink Minimum and Premium Blend and, and a short tension span theater, you know, the, 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 the bitter, you know, comic... Uh, with with neuroses and um, you know bad personal relationships, I I'm right there. That's the wheelhouse for fuck's sake. So you know they go, oh, did you see the new Broad City? It's really fucking funny. And I go, you know, I don't really find it. I mean, I can appreciate the humor, and I like Hannibal Buress on it. Um, but I said, you know, fucking Marin was really good. It had his whole family breaking down um, horribly under the weight of their own neuroses and they go that sounds horrible and I said yes it was and I've never laughed harder so Broad City versus Marin it's it's fucking crazy to see how kind of the generations have divided in terms of humor and and who they gravitate to but that that could be said for pretty much anything it was kind of a bad example uh really (laughs) so that's it. Hopefully next week I won't talk about weight issues. Or I'll maybe I'll have a better handle on it. I don't know. Um, maybe I'll have finally called the DMV by the time I record next week. I hope so. But that's it. So from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I am Doug. And from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have indeed been my acute mental neuroses. Good night, Internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!